I, let me just put this here. I love to sleep. Sleep is like, I, before I had my son, I used to tell my husband, sleep is a spiritual practice. It is part of what makes me who I am. I'm super, 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 super excited to announce that I am launching a Facebook group and I am going to have a place where I can actually connect and talk with you. So if you're listening to this right now, I would definitely log on to Facebook and search the new mom doc on there. Links will be in the description. Go ahead and add yourself to that. And um, I cannot wait to start talking to you. Welcome to the New Mom Doc Podcast, where we dive headfirst into the beautiful chaos of motherhood. I'm Dr. Kaylin Galloway, your host and fellow new mom. Join me as we navigate the sleepless nights, endless diapers, and the roller coasters of emotions that come with this crazy journey. In each episode, we'll tackle the real struggles of pregnancy, postpartum, and everything in between. I'll share practical tips heartfelt stories, and expert insights to help you thrive in this new chapter of life. With a mix of humor, empathy, and evidence-based advice, we'll explore ways to prioritize your mental health and find joy amidst the chaos. So grab your cup of coffee, put on your headphones, and get ready to embrace the adventures of motherhood. As a naturopathic physician, I aim to embrace the principle of docere, which is Latin for to teach, which is my exact desire for this podcast is to teach you more about your body and about health. But none of this should be considered advice, specifically medical advice. Any and all health decisions should be done with your personal physician. So let's talk about sleep, shall we? I, let me just put this here. I love to sleep. Sleep is like, I, before I had my son, I used to tell my husband, sleep is a spiritual practice. It is part of what makes me who I am. I could sleep all the time. Now that I'm a mom, I don't get much sleep, and I don't need as much, because I've said I don't need as much power of persuasion there, but anyway. But during postpartum, I could be woken up every single hour. I could literally be woken up every single hour and I could get up. My husband literally would be like, Orion, you know what? There is no one else on the planet your mom would wake up for. Just letting you know that. (laughs) But I will say that I did have a plan for getting more sleep. And, you know, I wish I had had more support. I wish I had created more systems in place to help me. But I did get a plan to get more sleep. And you can too. You can figure out how you're going to get through this period. It will be hard. Things will not be done well. They're not going to be the perfect scenario. You're not going to feel rejuvenated. That's for sure. So the first thing that you want to do is have realistic expectations. But there is a way to put yourself first so that you can provide for your child. Last week, my son got sick. And... He's two years old, so it's not a newborn. But he started nursing all night long, like literally all night long. And I, I would 
I would take him off and he would scream. And so finally I was just like, whatever. I don't care. And so I was reminded of how hard it is to experience being needed all hours of the day. Not getting sleep, not getting the the rest I need, the no touch time, because dear God, the not being touched. I didn't realize how wonderful it is and how much of a privilege it is to just not be touched, like not have anyone touch me. Because when you're a mom, and especially in those newborn phases, oh my gosh, they want to be like on you all the time. And right now, my son is getting better, but we're still in the clingy. I'm having to re-establish some boundaries, and it's not easy. And so this does get better. Life gets easier. Postpartum is a very tunneled part of your life. It's very quick. It's so long while you're in it. It's long days, short weeks. You will get there. And reality, five to six weeks in, you will have your groove. You will figure this out. But have a game plan for how you're going to sleep. So the first thing is create a routine for yourself. Make sure that you have a way of routine. So uh, Carrie Locker, follow her on, on Instagram. She's amazing for helping you prep for postpartum. But her routine is a so routine. So sleep, eat, wake. Sleep, eat, wake. After you, um, so during sleep, you wake up, change the diaper, they eat, and then you do a little bit of wake time where you're doing either tummy time or you're stimulating your child for a little bit, and then they go back to sleep. And it's a routine, not a schedule, not a strict schedule timeline. It is more of a how can I balance this routine. So you're you're taking the cues of your child to assess what step is next, and this routine helps make it predictable for them so they know exactly what's coming next. There's not like a foreign freakout mode. And it's really helpful for you because you know what's coming next, especially if you create routines for yourself in the way of when they're down for sleep, you actually have the ability to go down and get sleep or get dishes done. And so creating and establishing a routine is amazing. Uh, the other thing is I would, looking back, what I would do now, and I didn't do this, my son, I really think would have benefited from this, is taking a sleep course when they're brand spanking new. Because part of that idea of figuring out how to get them to sleep on their own is removing your separation anxiety, too. Because there's just this, like, oh, my gosh, I want my baby next to me all the time. In reality, yes, you do, but no, you don't. Like, you want, you want like, a little bit of freedom. So... Figure out how to get a routine. I would take a sleep course. One of the recommendations I have is sleep, taking care of babies. So big. This is not a, neither of the things I've mentioned, I am not affiliates as of today. So don't, uh, don't quote me on that. But anyway, the, I would definitely check out those programs because I think that I've seen a lot of people be benefited by them. And then baby wear so that you can get things done while they're sleeping. And then really prioritize your sleep in this routine. Your baby needs sleep, so do you. And so if you're not sleeping at night, if you're not doing rotations like I've talked about in previous shifts, then definitely try to sleep when the baby sleeps. Get paper plates. Have your husband take out the trash each day. Shower when you can, but also you're not going anywhere and your baby kind of likes it when you smell a little because then it kind of points you towards their where, where they're going to eat. So... Let's be real. You're going to have a lot more BO than you normally do. I'm just letting you know that. It's going to be really hard to get rid of. It's like, it's like one of those, like, whew, the deodorant did not work. And it won't. It, I promise you. It won't. It's gross. It won't. 
part of the, the whole hormone thing. Anyway, the second thing is ask for help. And if you don't know how to ask for help, I have a previous episode, on, I think it's 10, I want to say 10, uh, that will show you how to ask for help with family and friends. So that includes having your husband help with routines before they leave for work and after they leave for work, and then having friends and family come over to help as needed. Give yourself time alone, but also have people come over and have a preset list of things and ways that can help you. And if you create this before you have a child and then edit it as you go, because you know life will be different when we're actually here, but come up with things that people can do to help you, whether that be, I really could use... um, I could really use a margarita. Can you help make me one? Or I I say jokingly, I didn't actually start drinking after. I think I had one drink a couple of weeks after I gave birth. And I didn't like it. And I really, like, I've had a handful of drinks since then. I just haven't desired to, to drink again. I have nothing wrong with it. I'll, I'll go get a beer with someone. But I like coffee. That's that's my um, coffee, coffee, coffee. Um... And so ask for people to help you, but have an idea of what to ask for. Whether that be, I need a gift card to Cadoba, I need a Starbucks, or I really need you to help me with the laundry. Yes, it's gross, but can you? Or can you hold the baby? This one will get everybody. Can you hold the baby while I nap? Or can you hold the baby while I jump in the shower? Those two things, people will say yes to that all day long. So don't feel like you're, you're like imposing on someone. You're like, hey, if you come over, you can hold my child while I shower. Hey, if you come over, can I, can you watch the child while I sleep? I'll give you a bottle. You can feed them. Like, those sorts of things, people will hop on that. I guarantee you. Now, when the child turns one or two, the babysitters kind of disappear because he's not as, like, oh, super easy to take care of. It's really hard to take care of a toddler. For real. It's, it's boring, but also, like, while they're fast and why are you eating that is the questions I ask all the time. Anyway, the last thing I will say in terms of the uh, getting help, figure out what you can let go of. Like, what can you let go of? And that includes, you know, real dishes, get paper plates. If you really want to be, like, environmental, get compostable silverware. Like, do things that require you to have less that you need to do. Do not add more to your plate. Avoid getting dishes. Get pans that are like the, the aluminum foil ones where you can totally get rid of it. Put a crock pot liner in. Yes, there's going to be plastic in your food because that's how it works when you cook plastic over a crock pot. But it's not going to be forever. And then, or if you're not going to do the crock pot meals, if you don't have the freezer prep meals, which is fine, then can you afford to do a meal service like Hungry Root where it's just so stinking easy to cook and so easy the hardest part for me was going down in my mailbox and um, because I live on the fifth floor and that was irritating and I actually did waste a week of food because of that just letting you know that anyway the last solution I will tell you is to exercise now I'm not telling you to go away from your doctor's recommendations if you've had a c-section you had anything that requires you to have a little bit more downtime definitely do not do things that you do not feel comfortable doing nor do things that go against your doctor's recommendations but make sure you're moving exercise actually in research there's actually been a ton of research and i posted the articles in the show notes that exercise actually is super helpful for reducing postpartum depression helping reduce fatigue and compensating in the short term 
for lack of sleep. It's actually really beneficial. And there's been a lot of, of data that's somewhat um, not as really advanced, like not as um, deep, but something as simple as breathing exercises that help activate your core so that you can help with that separation of your abdominal muscles and just going for walks. And trust me, your child will love it, whether it's you putting them in a carrier and you baby wearing them on a walk around the block or putting them in the stroller and letting them sleep in a stroller while you walk around the block. We're not talking about going on marathons. We're talking about let's go around the block for 10 minutes after you've had a meal. Like, let's go for a quick little jaunt and then come back and rest. But making sure that you're you're seeing sunlight, you're going outside, you're getting some movement, um, and you're not putting this huge stress on you to have this crazy routine. You don't need to do anything crazy, and you shouldn't be doing anything crazy. But it is important for you to move. And my cat is meowing, and I'm going to leave it because I don't really feel like re-recording that. Anyway, I guess it's time for me to go. <laughs> I really hope these three tips really help you. Just a reminder as like a summary for them, this is you need to get exercise. You need to ask for help and readjust your expectations for what you can do on your own and get help from those outside of you. Then you also need to create a routine, a routine for your child so they know what was coming next and a routine for you so you know what's coming next so that your body can adjust to when it's supposed to power down, when it's supposed to pop back up, and so that you get rest. Now, remember that this is a time that is going to be chaotic and crazy. You will not get eight hours of sleep. If you do, that is a miracle in and of itself. But just give yourself grace. You are going to do fine. You will get through this. Even if you're exhausted right now listening to this podcast going, there's no way I could do this. Trust me. I know. I know it's not. It's not very long. It feels like it's going to be forever, but it's only a couple weeks. And you are stronger than you ever thought you were. I can promise you that. I really hope this helped you, and I really hope to connect with you on the Facebook page, the New Mom Doc group. And um, I hope to really get to know you and um, message me there. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for joining me on this incredible journey through the New Mom Doc podcast. Remember, you're not alone on this wild adventure called motherhood. I hope that you enjoy this episode that brought practical, valuable insights and a sense of community. As we wrap up, remember to prioritize your self-care, lean on your support system, and embrace the beautiful messiness of being a mom. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Your feedback means the world to me, and it helps other new moms discover this podcast. And as always, remember, you're an incredible, loving, and capable mom. Together, we're rewriting the book on motherhood and empowering each other to thrive. 